pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Mr. Jansen? Here. Mr. Pato? Here. Mr. Larmer? Here. Mr. Shreya? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, I want to run uh, by, we do have uh, one item in our work session this evening that is expected to go quickly, and we do have a number of other items. We have a public hearing. Would you mind if we push this ahead? Um, thumbs Thank up, you. okay. Um, so we'll roll through our administrative functions. We'll hit T-Mobile, and we'll come back to the public hearing at that point. Um, so I move for approval of the regular meeting minutes of March 9, 2023. Second, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. I move for approval of the work session meeting minutes of March 9, 2023. Second, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Okay, we have no signs on the agenda this evening, which will take us into our reports. Mr. Stuckey, do we have a report from Council? No, Mr. Chairman, no report. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, do we have a report? Just that we uh, celebrated the grand opening today of uh, Apricot Lane in the center. Uh, new women's boutiques come to our community, so we're wishing them the very best. Uh, looks like it's going to be a successful venture for them. So thank you, and that ends my report. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Wise is not here this evening, so we do not have a report from the city engineer. Um, that would... Uh, that concludes our regular meeting, which will take us into our work session. First up, we're going to have T-Mobile equipment upgrade at 9001 Brexville Road. If you are here for this, please step up to the podium. And could you state your name and spelling for the record? Sure. My name is uh, Jennifer Baldwin, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-B-A-L-D-W-I-N. Okay, could you please walk us through the application? Sure. Um, <clears throat> this uh, will be uh, an upgrade, uh, antenna and ground equipment upgrade. Uh, there will not be any um, height extension or footprint extension on the compound. This is the tower at the police station, I believe. And um, so basically they're going to be removing the current mount for T-Mobile that's there, which means all of the antennas and uh, radio equipment, the uh, coax cables, they'll have to come down. And when they put the new mount um, up, they'll actually be putting up uh, like three less antennas. The, the technology will be upgraded in them, but uh, there'll be three less antennas. The uh, microwave dish that's up there will be relocated to the new mount. Um, on the ground, they are removing one of the cabinets, and then they will be replacing that with uh, two cabinets, one equipment and one battery backup cabinet. And then the current ice bridge that's there, they'll be uh, um, sort of replacing that with a longer one. Okay. 
Thank you. Do we have any questions from Planning Commission? Okay. Um, first action for this is this does require a public hearing, but we do have the ability to waive that. Um, so I make, I make motion to waive the requirement for a public hearing to hear the request of T-Mobile to install antennas on the cell tower located at 9001 Brexville Road as permitted under section 717.03C. Second, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Okay, so the public hearing is waived. And next up, I move for approval for the removal of existing abandoned equipment at the ground level, the relocation and replacement of equipment at the ground level, and the relocation and replacement of antennas and associated equipment at the 164 to 168 foot height on the existing wireless facility tower at 9001 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, 44141, permanent parcel number 606-31001 for T-Mobile as described in the application dated February 24, 2023 by Crown Castle USA, contingent on the approval of city council and structural review approval with the submitted documents as listed. Second, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. You are approved. Thank you. Okay, at this time, we will suspend our work session and we will hold a public hearing. So let the record state that Brexville Planning Commission will hold a public hearing at 7 p.m. little at, at 7.06 p.m. on Thursday, March 23rd, 2023 at Brexville City Hall 9069 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, to establish a front yard setback of 42 foot, 42.9 feet for the proposed lot split of permanent parcel 602-09058. So this is a public hearing. You are addressing the crowd if you are here for this topic. Mr. DiGeronimo will make a presentation to yourselves and this is your time to ask questions regarding this topic. Um, Mr. DiGeronimo, I think we know who you are as far as name and spelling for the record. And 7152 Ashlawn Drive, eventually 8524 Road. Um, thank you, Planning Commission. Um, Last month, I came before the commission to talk about um, advancing a lot split for um, 8524 Lisi Road. The reason for the lot split and the change of path previously um, and what I'm ultimately looking for the variances are because this is a lot that um, houses or holds a, another dwelling. Um, and that dwelling was previously planned to be demolished. It is the home at the be uh, I'm gonna walk up if that's okay. Is a single story home on this portion of the uh, property way up front, it's a little white house. When I originally bought the property, I did not um, buy the property for the home. I planned to demo the home and that's what the um, uh, original lot split 
approved and allowed. Since then, it was about March of 2020, right as COVID was hitting, that I got that approval. Um, and when uh, felt like the world shut down, at least for a little bit, ended up spending some more time in the home, fixing the home up, using it as a, um, a school for the kids who were, we pulled out of school and did some tutoring and, and when taught from home. And um, realized that the home was in better shape than we had previously um, kind of thought. Um, but did some cosmetic and, and overall investment in the home and have otherwise changed plans to hopefully keep the home intact. I've also had quite a few neighbors who have come um, and expressed concern about what they had thought was uh, planned to demo the home, and I was honest with them and said that at one point it was and um, seems to be evolving, and, and maybe we can uh, get approval to keep that home in place. Um, the variance essentially that we're requesting, or at least the one of most material note, um, is that it does not have an attached garage. Um, I don't have any plans to use this home for a rental or a full-time dwelling. Um, it, it'll be used for, I, I guess, occasional guests. And um, there's actually a very nice first floor um, basement that has a very high ceiling, surprisingly, for such an old home that would use for storage in lieu of building a shed. So that's the intended use for it. And um, other than that, I... Um, I'm up for questions. Okay, if you are here for this topic and would like to comment, uh, please state your name and, and address for the record. And um, the the floor is yours if you have any questions. Hi, Rob. Could you spell your last name? And Rob is the first name. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Um, just out of curiosity, you mentioned you do not intend to rent it or such. Are there any limitations on your ability to rent it if you so desire? I don't, I don't think so, um, generally speaking. Um, no, um, other than maybe my wife, who would, would, would uh, not be happy with that. Um, all seriousness, no, I have no intent. Okay. Um, what, what we had thrown around, and I think what we plan to talk about tonight, is confirming the fact that um, if I did ever sell the property, that I would have to amend it and, and put a garage up for so that somebody wouldn't be parking open regularly, okay. um, among Absolutely. other things. Mr. Pinelli, could you state your address for the record? Sure, 8425 Settlers Passage. Thank you. Any other questions or comments regarding this application? Okay, motion to close the public hearing. Second. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Mr. DiGeronimo, you are up first in our work session here. Um, yes. So you have been in front of us once. Um, do you want to uh, walk us through? You can do the abbreviated version since you sure. just did. So seeking uh, advancement pending um, Board of Zoning approval as well, because I still need to get in front of that group um, that allow the variances requested to split the slot. Okay. Um, do we have any questions or comments from the commission? Mr. Chairman, I just have one, and, and Mr. DiGeronimo already hit it. We just, I just want to make sure we discussed if it was ever sold 
that a garage would be added to it. So I'd just like to make sure that's noted um, in the documents, but I have no problem with anything else. Yes, just to 100% confirm that is he said agreed right. up, that is agreed upon on my end if that's um, contingent on approval. Yes. Mr. Chair, are you going to add that to the motion? Um, so we actually passed out a revised report. There was a little typo in the one that was sent out. So um, that's the one that we have in front of us. The yeah, the one that was on the, okay. on the tables. Thank you. The one with point, point seven eight nine two acres. Um, okay, and so you already touched on um, the variances. So you know you have to get approval for those. Yep. Okay. Um, it's in the minutes. It's, hmm? it, it's in the minutes. If you yeah. To, whatever you're comfortable. Okay. I move for final approval and recommendation to City Council to split permanent parcel number six zero two zero nine zero five eight at 8524 Weesey Road to create parcel A1 of 9.6821 acres and parcel C of 0 0.7892 acres and to establish a front yard setback for parcel C as shown on the attached plat drawing by Neff and Associates dated May 20, 2022 and contingent upon approval of the city engineer and contingent upon approval of the Board of Zoning Appeals of the following variances. Variance requested for parcel A1, one from the section 1151.21 requirement that each lot shall abut a dedicated street for a distance of not less than 60% of the lot width at the building line to allow 57%. Two, from section 1117.09 requirement that lots be generally rectangular in form to al allow a lot with irregular form. Three, from section 1119.09D, requirement that public sidewalks be installed to not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate. Variances requested for parcel C. From section 1151.22, requirement that R60 lots on a collector street have a width of 200 feet to allow 152.79 feet. Two, from section 1151.22 requirement that R60 lots on a collector street have a depth of 270 feet to allow 229.18 feet. Three, from section 1151.22 requirement that R60 lots on a collector street have a minimum area of 60,000 square feet per dwelling unit to allow 34,378 square feet. Four from section 1183.05 requirement that two enclosed spaces be provided for one family residential dwellings. And five from section 1119.09D requirement that public sidewalks be installed to not install public sidewalks until such time as the city deems appropriate. And contingent upon sale of the property, the owner has agreed to add a garage. Second, Mr. Chairman. 
Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. I just have one, one thing to add. Um, Kevin, uh, our city engineer cannot be here, but the two items that he needs, he has no issues with anything, uh, provide a legal description. Yep. And as it becomes available, provide a copy of the Cuyahoga County's approval. Okay. Yeah. You can have one. Great. Thank you. Those are just the two things that, so he had no problem with anything, just needs those two items. Great. Thank you for that. Thank you again. Have a good night. Next up, Cuyahoga County Public Library Edition and Drive Up Window at 9089 Brexville Road. Hi everybody, I'm Matt Ross, uh, representing the library, Matt Ross Architects. Um, so I will walk you through with, um, from the comments from the last meeting. <coughs> um, it was suggested that we bump out the south wall, the drive up, new drive up window, two feet, um, which we did. Um, also wanted to add <coughs> curb that uh, goes along that south mm -hmm. south wall that runs perpendicular into the new curb as well, which we we did. Um, and then also replace the, the trees that will be taken down, um, and we're actually going to be adding more trees as well to it. And then lastly, we added, um, this was just what the library wanted to do. They added a small canopy over the drive-through. It's pretty much functional to keep all the materials. And then um, that canopy will mimic similar that fascia <coughs> as well and tie back into the building. And then the gutters are painted the color of the brick and we'll be doing the same thing. I'm sorry, the downspots. And I think that uh, encompasses the, the changes. I'm sorry, Matt, did, did you also mention your, it looks like you're reconfiguring the entrance doors? Oh, well, I'm sorry, yeah, that. I, That's just yeah, something thank as you. an yeah, aside. Yeah, we're adding, um, which is a nice improvement, um, the automatic sliding doors. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Any Just questions from the commission? For no, I, think, I think it looks great. Thank you for taking okay. consideration. It looks great. Mr. Chairman, if I may. Mr. Jansen. Uh, Matt, yes. um, are there any signage requirements that you need to run by us that we can handle now instead of some other day? Um, I don't know. They're okay. Typically, they, you know, depending upon, um, they have like a whole signage package and I couldn't prepare. They have a, a person specifically with their signage standards. So if, if in we'll fact get they to know do, them some other time. yeah, we'll definitely add that because sure, it's, we'll it's not a very simple process with uh, all their signage, if, if in fact there is. You know, and this has nothing to do with um, approvals, but just two observations. Sure. Given that I'm assuming the world wouldn't be, um, wouldn't be staffed full time, if there's a need for a sensor to tell your staff when when a car may be coming, that that might yeah, be. Yeah, I think helpful. there is. I think they do have sensors that are um, contained with, within the interior that 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 cut that um, points out. So when a car comes up, they'll have. They'll they'll be notified. And and since the library system is in charge of um, or responsible for snow removal, the the width is 
satisfactory with your equipment? Yeah, the, the, the width is, Super. and as well as the planting will be um, along the, that window wall, will be um, planting that'll be able to handle salt and things like that. That's another thing. Thanks. Sure. Mr. Chairman, if I may. Yes. Um, I know you're here seeking preliminary and final approval tonight, and this might seem like a shot on a right field, but uh, there's a concern that it's been expressed to me by others that uh, who looked at these plans. Uh, they're concerned that the cars in the location that they're going to uh, drive up to the window are going into an area where people are going to be crossing across the front to get into the into the building and the concern is is that people will maybe step in between cars or or what have you have you have you considered putting that window on the other on the back side of that and in in going uh yeah we had, there instead I, I believe that in the first meeting that was brought up and there's the 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 way the library is configured where all of the staff is to properly staff it everything is up at the front so that would require moving everybody that whole area back to the back in terms of function and relaying out the library that whole back portion no i'm not talking about all the way to the back i'm talking about where that alcove is in that area there where they see where the where the building uh oh in other words that um right can you maybe let me so just to make sure that i understand the area do you mind if I approach and you can sure, point? Sure, go right ahead. Moving it over here. Oh, um, yeah, that would require very similar because everything is located. The whole staff. This is where everybody is. So for them to be in there, that's all, um, you know, library material. They'd have to relocate a number of the staff because there's always people in there to that area. But I can certainly ask them. You know, I would. Uh, what are you going to do then to, uh, if, if you have to demand this, uh, what, what would you do in the way of trying to protect those that are going to cross there? Could you somehow put a um, crosswalk area yeah, across there it. of some kind? or We could stripe it and maybe um, put some sort of warning light, um, like a caution light, a yellow light, maybe, you know, not high in the air but just something that notifies that something is happening in that area. You know, I would, I would think, though, this shows five cars. I mean, I don't know how popular book drop-offs are, but I wouldn't think there'd be more than a couple cars there at any one time. I may be totally yeah, that, wrong on that. Typically, but, it's just one or two cars at the most. Know, if that's the case, then they're kind of out of the path. Now, you still have them getting there, but you have that happening throughout I mean, it's a war zone in the parking lot anyhow when you're walking around any so i think designating a well, just a pedestrian Walk. walkway with a sign that says pedestrian walkway i think is a very easy get yeah without a blinking light i don't think you need a yeah. light okay yeah. but but paint stripe yellow striping across there sure and the sign across where across here I went inside and I looked at it, and I understand what you're saying about yeah. what the 
Yeah, but the difficulty it would be to move it to where we're suggesting. Yeah. So thank you. No, but it would be you, you got it. There is um, a sidewalk. Oh, there is a sidewalk. Yeah, oh, yeah. then also staff. Hey, they have to have somebody there all the time. Show it up here. Staff at two. So that would be the other difficulty. All right. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for making the changes and working with us. I you got it. It came out as a much better product. Yeah, I agree. I have to I have to agree. <clears throat> well, there is a sidewalk. You're right. I didn't think that sidewalk was there. There is a sidewalk there. Yeah. So, yeah, something mm, has right, to be to People don't go on that sidewalk. They cut they right across. They walk across the thing, yeah. Right. Especially young, you know, young children that are dropped off there. That's the concern. for approval and recommendation to City Council preliminary and final approval for modification to the existing parking lot relocation of the refuse enclosure and construction of a building addition to accommodate a new drive-in window area with five vehicle stacking spaces at Cuyahoga County Public Library located at 9089 Brecksville Road Brecksville Ohio as described in the application dated September 6 2022 by Matt Ross Architects and attached plans dated March 6, 2023 and contingent upon adding yellow striping across the drive to connect the sidewalks yep. and a sign. Second, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank Great. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, next up we have Maple Crest Farm zoning consultation. If you are here for this, please step up to the podium. If you could state your name and spelling for the record. I'm Stacy Geary, S-T-A-C-E-Y-G-I-E-R-E. -E -E. My address is 6530 Miller Road, Rexville, Ohio. Thank you. And April Acuna, A-P-R-I-L-A-C-U-N-A, -A -A, 6530 Miller Road, Rexville, Ohio. I'm working as agent on behalf of Brant and Stacy. We also have a power of attorney that Stacy has signed from Brant um, authorizing her in negotiations as well for both <clears throat> for all three parcels thank you uh, please walk us through you uh, you're seeking consultation so Correct. you want to walk us through what it is that um, you're seeking and, and uh, what kind of feedback you would hope for from the council so um, Commission. Maple Crest Farm obviously uh, working in an agricultural capacity horse farm um, already zoned office laboratory um, we are requesting possible overlays that are in line with the neighboring properties that already exist on all sides of us um, I have specific requests but per recommendation it was to ask you guys what you thought would be most feasible and allowable in that area, in that capacity. Do you want me to 
mention? Okay. Well, in the application, um, it looks like you're identifying potentially LB, uh, so local business, or MS. And LB over and the existing MS. OL. Yeah. I'm sorry? Both of them, not, in, not or. It was a okay. both overlays. Okay. Noted. I also didn't know if SC or MD would be applicable or maybe even adding a residential on there just in case. Because I, I, we have no specific plans. We're just trying to you know, just make it more appealing in case anything is needed. So that's where we are consulting you. Okay. Um, Ms. Barkowitz, do you have the zoning handy to um, a local business? We've, through other applications, we've gone through pretty in-depth lately. Um, but a quick listing of what's included in MS? Sure. Um, let me just grab the code section. But gas stations and hotels are included under those sections. Um, I brought the wrong binder. have a copy up here we're flipping through real quick I know so I, who I get, want to borrow this Mike? I have a copy as well but it's <laughs> whoever gets to I have other pages <laughs> I give a piece of candy to whoever finds it. okay um, so local business we, we've so food and beverage um, serving of food and beverage drugs sundries books gifts household hardware appliances radio television wearing apparel flowers floral supplies sporting goods and music instruments um, services, personal services, beauty barbershops, laundry agencies, automobile service stations. Um, so that's the general idea. And then um, MS, so motor services. So motor services, full service hotels. Um, Serving of food and beverages in wholly enclosed buildings, drive-through windows are not permitted. Gasoline stations, um, gasoline st uh, retail sales of convenience items. Sorry, gasoline stations that include retail sales of convenient convenience items, groceries, automotive supplies, prepared foods, car wash facility, and similar main uses. So that's uh, local business and motor services. Um, it's already office lab, um, SC is shopping center. Um, MD, I think she said too, manufacturing distribution. Yeah, there's MD. Backwards? Yeah. Which code section are you looking for? MD. MD. 
We'll go into the industrial section. Okay, so manufacturing and distribution. Um, manufacturing of products performed wholly within enclosed buildings, clothing, leather goods, athletic equipment, cosmetics, toiletries, pharmaceuticals, food and drink products, manufacturing processes such as fabrication, cutting, machining, uh, including cameras, clocks, jewelry, cutlery, electrical appliances, hand tools, dyes, engineering, um, printing, publishing, engraving, wood products such as furniture, medical devices, electronic devices, and similar items. Um, so that just giving us a, an overview of the different, um, we'll say topics for discussion, but really it's, it's up to us to, to consider what we think may or may not be appropriate. Um, so if there's one conditional use you might find. Okay. Yeah. And that's under MD. So there is a there is a conditional use under MD of retail sales and services in open yards, so garden equipment, supplies, lumber, etc. So, um, so what would healthcare be under? Healthcare. Um, local business. Local business had professional services. Buildings. Yeah. Um, Mr. Chairman, I, well, I think one of the things we need to look at is what is zoned around there. Would be a good start, I think. To Correct. We've had the property just to the south in front of us. What is what is that one zoned? The hog development. To I'm the south office. of us is immediately the office laboratory. We were so looking more to the north, itself. northeast. Okay. To be Mr. Pato would, if I may, Mr. Chairman. You may. Uh, Mr. Pato will remember this. And Mr. Shree, I'm sure we, at one point, we rezoned the south end of town. Everything that was on the south side of Miller Road that Mr. Fogg owned uh, went to, um, by the interchange, yeah. went to Office Laboratory. We had man manufacturing distribution at the far end what Mr. Fogg owned off of the um, Andrew Circle. Left the M&D that was there, kept the off uh, M&D all the way down on the south side of uh, 21 so that all of that land would remain consistent. The concern was that if retail would be on, added to the south side, we, we could end up with a retail strip on there, much like what happened in Broadview Heights. Uh, the concern was that that would be then manufacturing distribution on the south side and on the north side. Uh, it would be a variety of uses based upon the VA rezoning. Um, I just bring that to your attention. I'm not saying that shouldn't be considered now. The circumstances are different today than they were back then. But uh, that's why you have the uh, office laboratory on a couple of the parcels and then M&D on the rest the way it was. Thank you for that. Um, 
Okay, I so think it would be helpful to the members, though, to see that, I think, in terms of, I think that's what you're requesting. Yep. There's only maps on the screen. I could tilt one of them or that one. I, I have multiple copies of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> So within them is the zoning map, um, and obvious, and our parcels, and the power of attorneys. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Chair, I know you briefly touched on the adjacent parcels and their zoning, but if you want, we could start from the north and kind of go around. Okay, so you so the red rectangle there is correct. Our, yeah, that's the the three parcels. So all the area with the uh, and I'll, for lack of a better term, from from here, it looks like blue squigglies. That's that's all the office lab. Yes. Okay. So here we. This is local business. Correct. So yes. Is this the updated with the updated overlay that we're working on, or I don't because the map I found I couldn't find. Yeah. So there's in this is a zoomed in version, but. Um, the overlays that were voted on, they're not shown on the, the map itself. There's a little sidebar, um, but. Which is on. Yes, yes. So we can go through it. So to the north is it's LB, local business. Local business. So we added an overlay That's to the it. purple? Okay. Correct, yes. Okay. Directly north. And then um, northeast is the Valerie Acres development. The majority of it is office laboratory, and then there's that corner of motor services and local business, and then there was the conditional use overlays of manufacturing distribution, RA apartments, OB office buildings, and did I say LB local business? Yes. Okay. And then directly east of the three parcels is all MD manufacturing distribution. Directly south, as, as you said, it's all OL office laboratory. A little bit further south is MD manufacturing distribution. And then west is all office laboratory. And then northwest is R20 residential. So, Mr. Chairman, maybe as part of that discussion, um, Director, so like immediately across the street on the corner of South Edgerton and Miller, is that where we just approved the restaurants? Yes. yes. Yeah. And then the on the other side is the, the are the office, the Grand Bay office. Yes. Right. The local business was added to Grand Bay uh, some years ago in, a, in a, an initiative, if you remember, uh, that was brought forth, and so the voter voted on it and uh, rezoned it to local business. Uh, since that time, there's been no interest in the land for local business, except now this gentleman that came in and he had to add uh, on the layer uh, the conditional use to provide for a, 
a party center type use, uh, which was not permitted under the, uh, the local business. So it's local business with that uh, ability to create a party center uh, type use. But as you see the zoning there now, that is what was created uh, back when Mr. Wintucky was here, Ron. That was, that was quite a long back time ago. A long time ago that it was uh, built like that, created like that. I can't read this at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, I tried I, to help. I, I, I tried to. Longer arms. These glasses aren't even paid for, and I can't read them. There's a little magnifying no, right. on, on our iPhones we can use. <laughs> so, so you're here to, to find out what could be added <laughs> to this. So, so yeah, we just, our intention is just to align ourselves with the surrounding properties. Um, there's no immediate plans. There's nothing idea-wise that we can give you other than we just want to make the property more potentially appealing um, and just take this, you know, just get rid of one step down the road. Um, but again, like I said, it's not like we're asking for anything that isn't kind of already surrounding us. Yeah, you're pretty much surrounded by everything. Correct. That's why I said I, I don't know if we should add a residential in as well for the sheer fact of because maybe someone would want to put an apartment up there. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, or we had discussed nursing homes is under residential so we don't you know should we add those in as well so it was we you know recommendation to approach you and see what you thought was going to be the most allowable <laughs> does the blue indicate what's take, being taken up for the interchange so um the right so again we have there's three parcels so parcel number one um, zero zero one, parcel number two, and parcel number three. This is the most recent eminent domain take where the on off off uh, on, on, off ramp. on ramp is going. Um, I'm approximating where it is because I couldn't find the exact coordinates. This is another easement that runs through the property right now currently. Uh, so this is this is parcel one. Parcel two, the take came from both parcels in some instances, some not for my paperwork. I have 300 pages of paperwork. And then this is where the actual um, horse barn is that Stacy owns. Brant technically owns 0102, Stacy owns 03. That in a whole makes up the press barn. So I can, I can see the logic in the initial planning as to why this is all office lab as everything to the south side of that line or, or of Miller Road is office lab. Um, the, there, uh, there does become the manufacturing and distribution that's a little bit further south. Um, and, I, and this is just me thinking out loud at the moment. Um, due to the R20 that's right across the street, I think I would be less inclined to add manufacturing and I'm, I'm I guess thinking maybe that's due, due to the proximity to the residential maybe that's not not great um, lo local business with it having it right across the street um, 
the, um, I'm thinking there there's maybe some some viability to local business uh, sh shopping center this is just for me I don't speak exactly. for everybody yeah. I would take that off the table um, I, I don't I don't see um, I, I can't see a strong argument in our in what we have around it to pick up uh, shopping center um, uh, that, that's that's just my thoughts I don't know what anybody else is thinking um, with I think I think it would be a really bad location for a shopping center yeah I think we would end up with what they have at, at uh, over in Strongsville where mm -hmm. you just can't you can't get out of your way there and it's not it's not really set up for that kind of setup mr. chairman if I may mr. Jansen you may um, being a resident of the south side of town um, my initial concerns will be over the impacts on Miller Road which is already stressed especially after Valor Acres is built phases one through whatever and the, the amount of traffic that that ends up placing onto Miller Road um, also an inherent concern for again impacts on Miller Road and the residents on Miller um, the, the zoning that you you mentioned basically equates with a strip mall it allows everything that you see in a strip mall mm -hmm. which to me it would be um, of great concern um, just to clarify that statement when you say a strip mall you meaning the SC no, the, the elements outlined in those four zoning allowed pieces that, when aggregated, are well, typically what you might see in yeah. that type of uh, a development. Strip mall is under one. They're, they're asking us, though. We, we, can, we can lay out. I mean, they're asking. We, we could offer one but not the other mm -hmm. and, or, or so any combination thereof. Or none. So that I guess that's the consultation that they're looking for, is what would we support? So, um, I, I would agree with you regarding the shop shopping center. I, I think we take that off the table. And that's um, under one. SC. SC. Yeah. Um, the. How many acres is are we talking about here? About ten, I think. It's. Um, I have the breakout. Um, and the packet that we just gave you, it is uh, 10.1778 in total. That's without the easement. With the easement, it's a little over 11 and a half. Yeah. So, and with the easement, that property owner has been in here and we've had discussions about whether or not that road should make it up to Miller or not. And that kind of ties in here because we have two property well, well three but two segments split by that easement well um, and that's one of the you know one of the problems we've had is this the traffic on that road that's yeah. been one of our big concerns mm -hmm. if you go back for this entire year with the fog coming in yeah you know but coming through that's one of the reasons that that road hasn't come through yet because we were <coughs> absolutely concerned about the how that road is set up uh, and how narrow it is and how much traffic we're going to be putting on it so yeah I am um, I definitely could see the uh, office building there I could definitely see office laboratory 
But with all that manufacturing, I could all see, man see manufacturing there. I could see those three items sitting in there. And, and I don't think you're going to have that many people in any of them where it's going to be a loading issue. Yeah, what about local business that matches the purple across the street? Does that begin to complement the whole kind of interchange? Because the whole dynamic of this is going to change because of the because of that interchange. And although the the concern, it's it's interesting in terms of, and I know we talked about all the traffic on Miller Road because that's not, you know, that's not a real good road with the ups and the downs and the whatever. But I think during our discussions, it's always that the majority of any traffic that happens around that interchange is going on and off at the interchange, probably. The majority of it. I mean, if this was developed here, what, how much traffic do you think would actually go down Miller Road? Hopefully not. And I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm throwing that out there. I don't know the answer to it, but I'm just saying. I wouldn't. You know, and is any traffic down Miller Road too much? I mean, because it's not. Can I? interject a couple sure. per our understanding and per the documents that we've received the justification for the on-ramp was the fact that Valor Acres alone was going to bring in an extra 5,000 cars onto that roadway hence the justification um, and per the appraisal that was done um, in 2021 for you know the ramp itself to quote the appraisal itself that we received, the greatest value of the real property would not be realized for continued agricultural use as evident by many commercially zoned farms in the area that have been redeveloped over the years for more intensive commercial uses. Since the highest and best use of the property is for commercial industrial redevelopment, the existing farm buildings have more limited interim contributory value. So again, we have no specific plans. We are just trying to be proactive and see what you as a whole would allow us to do. Ron, Ron you, you said about uh, retail. Next to the property to the west, there are a couple other parcels that go up to Catherine Boulevard. Uh, the concern I think that we would have is that what would be the justification to not allow them to be retail the, the, all the, the way bridge. to Catherine Boulevard yeah. if we allowed retail on this? Um, that's, that's the concern that, that I have. And I don't know if retail is highest and best use on this, this property. I think there may I don't, be. I don't think it is, but I'm just. Yeah. I just think it, it, it lends, you know, I, I definitely don't want multi, I don't want apartments in there. We've been fighting. We've been fighting apartments. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you could say that, but you just did. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We have a lot right now, so I don't think that area really lends itself for apartments. No. When we have everything mm -hmm. around it. So I have a question for you. What is doing best in Brexville? What is doing best? Yes. A Starbucks. All right, I'll have one of those. <laughs> I think the um... no at the south end of town, it's been a mixed use, where you have uh, some manufacturing, distribution, some corporate office, and some warehousing. 
but primarily it's uh, it's been uh, um, desk jobs. Uh, that's that's been the biggest uh, use at the South End plus manufacturing. You said desk jobs. Desk jobs. Desk. D E S K. Aren't most of the buildings empty? Or that the medical manufacturing is doing just mm -hmm. incredible down there. Yeah. So office lab yeah. type jobs. Well, our concern is we know there are, are a lot of empty, vacant. Well, aren't you aren't you being solicited by anyone to? Oh, absolutely. That has an but offer. We're office aren't lab they right telling now. You that's some why of the, we're asking you know, for something in addition well, that, to the office lab. I, yeah. We understand that, but that's yeah. sort of highly unusual that the planning commission's job is not to tell you what to put on your property. Planning commission's job is to consider the developments that are proposed before yeah. the planning commission. Normally, someone will come in and say, our land is owned office lab, we have this proposal before us, it's consistent or it's not, and we think it should be rezoned. So for us to come back and tell you one or another or another, what if you bring in a plan that doesn't fit the need, uh, not the needs, but doesn't fit the criteria yeah. that the planning commission is telling you? Then and then you're going to say, well, you told me to bring in a local business use. So uh, what I'm just suggesting to you is, is that either a consultant working for you or with you or your real estate people see what they're offering in the way of uses or what they're trying to uh, put on your property and then uh, come back with that. However, we don't have specific plans right now. We're just trying to be proactive. And I'm not exactly asking, I guess maybe let me reword it, not exacting asking you what you want us to put there we're asking what will you uh, what will you approve what can we office laboratory so not anything in addition no, that's to what the zoning is what's there now to tell you anything what, else but what will you approve as an overlay in addition to the office laboratory well, we can only make a recommendation i mean it would just be mm -hmm. a recommendation that would then have to go for a yeah. vote Correct. So what is your recommendation then? So you haven't decided whether or not you're going to market this property. You don't know if you're going to sell the property at this point. We may keep the property and develop it ourselves, or we may sell it, or we may stay. That's We're just trying to just be proactive and just align with our neighbors is all we're doing right now. Thank you. Okay. Yes or no answer. Have you had a health care institution approach you? Yes or no? That's all. What's health care specifically? Mm, that's not a yes or no. I, I don't know what health care, I don't know what you define as health care. A pharmacy? Your, your health care is, is, is a hospital, so I, I don't know. I don't know what health care is. I do know that the owners <laughs> have received offers probably weekly on the land for 20 years. So that is why I literally threw everything on here because we have received every industry, every proposal possible in the last 10 to 20 years every week. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't want to <clears throat> limit who may be interested in the land if it is time. In and that being said, with it already being office lab, we're of course game for office lab. That that's what the city planning had set up years ago to set for that area. Um, as the mayor was explaining earlier, everything south of 
of the road there is, is office lab. So beyond that, um, it kind of becomes a little bit of the chicken or the egg conversation of w what are you bringing forward versus us rezoning without knowing what we're rezoning for. There is a zoning in place that was that's part of the, the we'll say the vision of the city and, and that is office lab. So it, it kind of becomes a case of coming forward with something to see if we think that well, that's no one will entertain other offers with us unless we have zoning changes. Okay. So, what, and it was my explain? understanding if we request the overlays, mm -hmm. we still have to bring specific plans to you for mm -hmm. each what? individual item for you guys to allow us to institute that overlay. That's how it was what explained has to me. value if it's already rezoned, but without knowing what it could be rezoned for, that's kind of a circular or what the discussion. Who could explain the process in terms of if we if we keep this the way it is and they come in with somebody wants to build whatever there and it's not office lab? What's the process? What's the time frame well, Monica, in the process? You, you have, I mean, so they have an idea. Them, is it, it's got to go before the voters and all that stuff and whatever. So, I mean, what are we talking about? You know, three months, six months, eight months, a year or whatever. I mean... This would follow the standard rezoning process. The next general election is November 7th, and then the one following that is May 7th. So, and, and, and April and I met um, just to discuss, you know, the, the process of, of rezoning in the city of Brexville. And um, it sounds like they're looking for a similar approach to the rezoning that occurred at Valor Acres in terms of use of conditional use overlays, which so they're basically seeing what types of uses the planning commission would deem appropriate so that when developers call them they they know what would stick what won't stick just in advance of um, their negotiations i guess that's what i've gathered but again to reiterate what's our to valor acres that's what ended up being a couple hundred acres this is what 11. Not well, not in terms of the development itself, but just the the zoning process. So, oh. so for using a conditional use overlay zoning district, it would follow the same rezoning schedule, and then it would follow the same levels of approval by planning commission and city council. Not not looking at it as a apples to apples. Just but that process, I think, what Ron is saying. So we would make a recommendation to city council. Um, is there a number of hearings before it, get, it can get kind of those those steps? Because I think Ron was looking Time to frame. explain those steps to the applicant. Sure. Unless you're yeah. saying they already know, you've already explained that. We, we went through it. I, they have the schedule right. for rezoning. Well, my, so. my point is that, you know, if, if they bring something in, and I, you know, that's our preference, I'm sure, if we went down the line here. But I wanted them to be aware of that time frame mm -hmm. because if somebody's coming to, buy, lease, whatever this land, they have to know that. They have to be able to tell them we can't do anything for six months or something like that because it's got to go. And some people won't wait that long. I mean, so, and that's why they're here. It's because they want to circumvent that whole process. So, Monica, what I you're, understand that, one of the things you're saying is that this would be an overlay setup so that what you, what you guys have discussed is putting like OL, OB, and MD into an overlay and, t and taking something like that for them to come in and present something like that to us? 
So not necessarily specific overlay districts. You know, we discuss the different parameters of each district, but um, rather the the process for that. Meaning that it's not going to if if uh, those overlays were you know voted upon at the general election and um, successful, then there would still be that level of approval required by the planning commission and city council. Right, but if they do go for something, that it would be better to go for a couple items is what? If the Planning Commission deems it appropriate. Because no matter what, it comes in front of us first, and it comes back to us as they build things also. Yes. Is, since we've already discussed through traffic on Miller Road, is there really anything other than office lab that's not going to add to the traffic on that stretch of Miller Road? Maybe MD. Yeah, MD manufacturing. Yeah. That's a late foot. I'm, I'm just thinking, thinking out loud is not exacerbating a problem that's there, and we've had traffic studies done. OB is going to change it much. I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's, that's why as I, as I looked at the bottom area and, and what's here. Office business, obese. Office building. Mm -hmm. How would that not affect it? I don't, as we've looked at some of these, how many people, I'm just talking about where you're going to get your biggest influx of people. Yeah. He means in comparison to office lab, Ron. Yeah. That's here, which allows office buildings already. So. Okay, well, they're here for consultation. Um, LB, is, is, is there any support for local business? Um, we're not doing anything other than discussing it. Is, I, I, my concern is that local business is, is the traffic that goes with it. Um, and, and even wondering how far it extends. Um, if that were there, right. um, that, and we're talking about three properties, I could maybe discuss two of them and stop at the easement and not going any further west. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm concerned about the, the traffic that, that they would add. And, and, and then also, um, what does that do? to Miller Road, does one become justification for the next lot and the next lot and the next lot? You know, that's why we have the overall zoning as it is. It's all office lab. That makes sense. It's, it's, a, um, it's a planned. Yeah, I think the mayor brought it up earlier in terms of, I think you have to look at this. You know, I said before you got to look at it in relationship to Valor Acres and everything and all the dynamics to all that interchange and everything has, has changed. but. I think what we really have to look at is that block, uh, the overall block, not just the eight or ten acres, but as I think the mayor said, you know, or somebody did, what happens if somebody comes in adjacent to it and wants to switch it? I mean, what's what makes this special? That's what we have to ask ourselves. What makes this to the point where it warrants a change compared to that whole block? Sure. Your name again, uh, sir? I'm probably out of rule. My name's Tom Collin. 
7879 Oakhurst Drive in Brexville. Thank you, Mr. Collins. With the rezoning on the three parcels, let's assume that there is rezoning approved, would that also apply to the uh, fog strip of land? No. No, that's what we're talking about. That so you, you have disparate zoning uh, from the fog strip to the other parcels? Well, I'd say that's the discussion. They're here to ask about these three particular properties. Yep. That, uh, that fog strip is, uh, is a roadway. It's not it does not have just, a property it's on it. It's just access. Just access, but adjacent to it, south of this parcel and is, west of is this parcel. The majority is, is where they're... What they showed you can see. I don't know if you can see this or not. Yeah, well, you, you described it as an easement, and that's not my understanding. It's... it's I mean, no, they own it. They do own it. Fog owns it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not an easement. Right. Anyway, that's just curious. Thank you. Oh, that's not an easement? No, he actually owns that strip. Easement. But it's here for access to it's, the it's rear. It's an access road. Oh, that's awkward. What? It's awkward. Yeah, there's a whole story about So, that. per what I mentioned before in regards to the 5,000 extra cars um, that the study was done, for the on-ramp. I think what our thought was, why wouldn't we rezone it to put, possibly put whatever it's local business, whether it's a gas station, whether it's a hotel, that those 5,000 extra cars, in addition to the 5,000 that probably drive the, on Miller Road every day, can utilize and do business on I don't see it being it's going to draw more traffic where in all reality I think office another office building would possibly bring more traffic I think you know the what would be the most appealing is to cater to the traffic that's already going to be driving through there Again, we've been approached by everyone and anyone in 20 years. So I'm just stating you, you are pointing out you don't want more traffic. Um, we're just trying to cater to that traffic. No matter what the development is, there's going to be more traffic. So let's understand that. I mean, okay. that we, we can't guarantee that any new development is not going to give you additional traffic. That's, that's for certain. I, again, I, I just want to go back to the what I said before with, with due respect to, to both of you. Um, it, it, it seems to me that the best way to approach this is to try to determine who is interested in buying the land and what use they want. And if it's not consistent with Office Lab, then talk to our planning and zoning coordinator, come back in with a request and then we can we can judge it from there because for us to predict and put two or three different layers on there that isn't going to solve it because you might have somebody coming in with some other idea so I, I there's no possible way to give you everything that you know that could be there or could be asked of you so it's better if you get a proposal and come back to us and we deal with it that way um, and I, I you know our economic development director would be happy to work with you and help you in getting uh, some, I mean, we know who wants to go there in that area. Uh, I just didn't think that you had made a decision yet as a, as a family to, uh, to sell, uh, to lease. We have not. We have yeah. not. So it's, 
but we also want to if everyone else around us has specific zoning or overlay you know well they do have specific zoning office laboratory everyone with, around with you. with conditional overlays on their property well those why were, those, would we be able to get ours yeah, they that, don't have specific only, plans for theirs sure that was only valor acres it was based upon the size of the uh, development and the number of different uses that would be combined when you brought in a major anchor you needed business services to go along with what the development was going to be that's why there was that number that was put before the public and those zonings were put before the public because that was the vision for the property is is to be zoned in that way and not in zoned in that way developed in that way now you're talking about a piece of property that's zoned office laboratory it's limited in its size um, you might be able to fit one or two things on the property um, and what those one or two things are is going to be determined by who comes to you and offers you money that's acceptable when and if you want to sell um, so I, I don't know what else we can tell you I, if we wanted to proceed forward and say just pick two overlays and wanted to go through the rest of the process to get it on the ballot in November is that acceptable and leave it up to the voters to determine without it without specific use just the the zoning just, well, just I change mean, again, the zoning. I mean again the way it was described to me or explained to me an overlay doesn't necessarily permit anything specific to go on there is we still have to present the specific plans to you once to enact those overlay the zoning overlays it's not so, accurate totally accurate okay then what specifically that's how I understood it how how does exactly it work with an overlay go ahead you can just so I don't, I don't know. I think we're getting some wires crossed here, but yeah. the way I explained it was that, again, to go back into the process, so should the Planning Commission decide to move forward with an overlay district um, recommendation to City Council, um, we'd hold the consultation, which you're doing right now. There would be a preliminary review, and um, the Planning Commission would have to set a public hearing. At the following meeting, the public hearing would be set and the planning commission would vote upon the recommendation to city council and then it would get referred to city council it would be read at three meetings and then the um, election the general election would take place and then following that if it were approved at the general election um, the planning commission any proposals that would be brought forth for the property would have to be reviewed and approved by the planning commission um, or recommended to city council for approval by city council ultimately so and normally the voter is told what the specific use would be on the property normally the VA was a little different although we did list all of the various uses that could take place it, the one across the street when it went for local business came in with a specific zoning that they wanted specific use this is what I want and this is what we're hoping to achieve that's normally what happens in a, in a zoning to come in and say I want this this and this but I don't know what I'm going to put there it's going to be a tough sell 
Well, to clarify, the shopping centers, have, I was on the phone with Monica on and off several times. There's so many overlaps as far as local business and shopping center. I honestly couldn't really tell what the difference was, except for maybe one would allow a morgue and one wasn't, or something. it was something bizarre. So that's why the recommendation was to come in here because to me I, I don't know what the difference between local business and, and shopping center truly the how a strip I'm not saying it's a strip mall but it's to, to, so I guess a strip mall is a shopping center versus the SC versus the LB or but how do you have local business without having some front-facing buildings I, I just so i so i think part of this was is the descriptions overlapped so much i could not tell what what was what so quite frankly i'd be fine with a local business and a motor services um you know as a as a you know overlay right now the other things i just kind of didn't know if one was more appropriate than the other or Um, I, I guess one, and this is just an item to clarify, that if and even if a, an overlay did go through the whole process that was described and doesn't mean that the actual use that com, comes in front of Planning Commission is automatically accepted, we would Correct. still evaluate it. Yeah. So just to pick one, not indicating anything, if there was an LB overlay, and one use could come in and be approved that fits with an LB and another one not approved. It becomes a discretion of the Planning Commission. So I, I don't want it to seem misleading that if we did push forward with an overlay on a particular use, doesn't necessarily mean that coming in with that use would get approved. Correct, we understand that. But we also just wanted to put this up yeah. get in the process and put it up for you know community vote so then when we do have specifics or if we ever do have specifics is something that again we can present the specifics but we don't have to go through the it was you yourself that mentioned it is a delay a six month delay um, for a vote to even proceed forward with plans It would, it would be very, very, be a much easier idea if you had a company that was office laboratory and an off and a, and a you know, a, uh, just a business, you know, and, and these two wanted to come in and we say, okay, yeah, we're going to do an OL and we're going to do an OB because here's the two buildings that, that you, the two tenants or the two people who want to buy into this property. Then, it, then we understand what we're shooting at. Right now, we're not. You know, we don't have anything we're actually looking at. So maybe we take a step backwards, and, and based on my conversations um, with April and discussing the zoning process, and tell me if I'm wrong. But you guys just really want to know what could be an acceptable use as you enter, entertain a potential sale, right? So, you know, I don't know if you want to walk through it that way. So that when they do bring a proposal, you know, it's something well, that could be. I, I think the definite is office lab because 
that's what's already there. Yeah, Office Lab, of course, by right is there, but if there were other types of proposals that they could potentially entertain, you know, what is palatable to Planning Commission um, maybe helps reduce some of that uh, that time associated with a potential rezoning. If 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 they know what could be accepted. I understand your explanation. I understand your question. I think it's clear. What I think I'm hearing from some of the commission, you guys can correct me if I'm hearing wrong, is that um, th there would be a desire to hear who they're coming forward with versus the use, um, to understand what the proposal is versus um, stating, okay, just to pick one, LB or MS is, is okay. It, it would be an easier discussion and decision if it came in and said we want to put in this particular item that would be LB. Yeah, I think to do anything I, otherwise, I yeah, and this is such a small parcel. It's an important parcel, mm -hmm. but it's a small parcel. And if we do that for this parcel, we might as well do that for all of Brexville. Just make Brexville conditional use. Because other people are going to just come in without any reasoning. There's are other parcel right parcels losing their yeah, business? So I mean, <laughs> you know, so it's spot zoning. Yeah. You know, having not been down this path before, just as a question of practicality, I mean, do overlays tend to get put on parcels as small as 2.7 acres and 7 acres? Um, we did do a small one right across the street, but they came in specifically for, they were opening a restaurant, they wanted a room that would yeah, be that was a, specific a party center, so, so mm -hmm. it, it was um, very defined. Um, so, so at this size, that's, that's my experience, somebody else on the commission may have other you know, longer duration, um, but the only one was really was the VA and it was the size of it. Yeah, it was 200 acres a much or whatever. Different, yeah. a much different so money. specifically the VA, that very small little square, um, again, it has motor services on it. But I've never seen a presentation of a gas station yet to you, but they received the motor services overlay. But that was part of an overall bigger picture of the, the couple hundred acres that encompasses Valerie. But it's in a very, why didn't it go over the entire acreage then? Why is it on a very specific small little because parcel the planning then? the commission did not want to consider motor services over the entire 200 or whatever, however many acres it is. We felt it might be appropriate only in that southwest corner of the, the, the Valor Acres. So we are exactly catty corner or mm -hmm. to it. That. So again, the that. only reason why we came in is we just want mm -hmm. similar mm -hmm. overlays and seeing if that would be feasible. Um, yes, we're smaller, mm -hmm. but we've been highly impacted due to some decisions that have been made and forced upon us. We just want 
similar variances in case it is determined that something has to happen and they do have to proceed. Well, I understand your request and, and I think you're making it clear. I don't think there's, um, I'm not hearing support all the way around for proceeding with an overlay. Um, if somebody's hearing otherwise, speak up. Well, but I'm, again, um, they're not variances, variance something totally different. Um, I, I, again, I, I, I just think we haven't communicated well enough with you or you with us to, for this process. Uh, this is a very important parcel of land, I know, to you. And um, I, are you representing them? Are, are you am, a professional I am this? an agent. I am not a professional, but at this point in time, it was just for the rezoning or for the conditional use overlay request. Once we got past this procedure or not, obviously we will call in professionals for the soil testing, everything else, but there is nothing specific here. I don't have a DeGeronimo and an entire company and corporation behind them where they do this professionally. We don't have a partner. We don't have an interested buyer right now because we don't have zoning. So I don't I don't know. understand that. How, explain to me why you would not have an interested that you said you have people parties. calling you every day. We do every day, but I can't sit here and have them come in and lobby for themselves when there is no partnership agreement into place. I could have probably fifty different people coming in here lobbying for their own zoning adjustment or overlay on this piece of property well they wouldn't do that until they make a deal with you and you've decided that you're going to sell to them i mean that's when we may not sell we may just decide to develop it ourselves though okay so at that point in time we need to know what would be allowed office lab office lab Unless um, you come in here with a and, and if you come in proposal. with another proposal, we will consider it. An overlay, so if you wanted to get that, it would be okay. Like we knew exactly what we were getting. Yeah. Even, Thank you for your time. I I would suggest something to you. Have another meeting with uh, with Monica, please. Mr. Kenya, if, if I may, what the mayor has been explaining to you is typically for something like this, people come in with a concept and they ask us for the overlay. They don't just say, give, us, give, a, give us four or five. Right now. I can give you 30 concepts right now, but they're all but concepts. But you need to choose one is what I'm saying. People come in with this. They want a specific overlay. And we, and we know what that use is going to be. I want a gas station. To come back and Fine. propose it. They come back and propose that. Come back and propose it's motor services. Okay. For instance, when, what I was just looking at is when we did the Oaks of Brexville, the, the nursing facility, that was an overlay. But there was, they didn't, we knew exactly what we were getting there, and the voters knew exactly what they were getting. They even, we even knew who the company was, what the development was going to be. Uh, I don't want to misspeak, but I, I think even when we look at um, 
the Heinen's development. The, the, it's, um, it's not Heinen's, the name of the development, but I believe that was an overlay too. And again, the voters Specific. knew specifically what they were going to get there. No one, ca they did not come in and say, we'd like a menu of possible overlays that we want you to, to give us that you want council to recommend to voters so th then we can have kind of a carte blanche. Because in all due respect, that's kind of what you're asking for. And you can't compare this to Valerie Acres because that's very different. That is not at all what we're asking. What I was explained to me was you still have to approve every concept even if the voters had voted and there were 10 overlays on this property you could still shoot down 50 concepts that we come in here with after the fact because you don't like them but it still allows us flexibility as far as finding partners or finding a business that we may want to sell to or finding um, for development it's the you know why would you know I don't know if I want a gas station there I don't know if someone wants to put a gas station there I just want to be preemptive in case that is something maybe somebody wants to put a nursing home on it maybe somebody wants to put a hotel on it maybe somebody you know I, I don't know but Maybe we want to work that way. Sorry, but that's why if you had the concept of two companies, like I said, I, I think everybody here has has an open mind. If you come and say, I have these two companies that want to use this, I need two different overlays, and this is what I have. I think that's what we need. I mean, okay, theoretically, you're a business owner, correct? I build bridges. Okay, that's right. <laughs> so, say I'm. Pick a, I'm a Hilton, I, I don't know. You're not going to publicly come out and state in public, hey, we're interested in this land unless it's way further down the road. Or a, you know, Sheets gas station, or it's, I mean, if, we're, if we've not entered into a partnership because they're not gonna enter into a partnership with us, it's, I mean, do you see where we're coming from as well when we do get you know phone calls every week requesting it they don't want to go out and to I agree with the mayor I think the best thing is to sit down again with my and and see if we can get some guidance because I think we're open you know for what you know different things as you bring in so I think let, let's see what we can do okay thank you for your time Motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Jansen. Yes. Mr.